Hi and welcome to History Makers, I'm Matt Prater. We're talking with Georgian Banoff. Now I've uh, seen Georgian speak a couple of times in Brisbane in the last couple of days and he has got a fantastic Bulgarian accent and uh, brought up in, uh, in communist Bulgaria and uh, has a, a wonderful sense of humour and an incredible ministry to the poor uh, and uh, doing, bringing a, a mission all over the world. Uh, now, firstly, let's talk, talk to George and just ask him a little bit about what was your upbringing like in Bulgaria? Well, Bulgaria uh, now is a free nation, like all uh, of Europe, in fact, just joined the, Uni- the Union, European Union. But, but back when I was growing up as a kid, it was a communist country um, and uh, very severe, kind of like Vietnam or like uh, all these nations, Russia, Cambodia, like even China is still communist and very... Uh, controlled environment where they tell you what you could, you know, watch and what you can't watch. Uh, they, they, um, uh, it's against the law to do things, even like owning a, a currency, a dollar. You can't own a dollar. You can't have a dollar in your pocket. There's, uh, every connection to the West and the influence of the West, they block. You know, it was, uh, miracle how, uh, we heard about the Beatles through the shortwave radio stations of, their pirate stations that would come, uh, near, and the signals would come to us, and before they could jam the signals in the radio, you know, you're, you're in the radio, uh, we would just like I'm talking, all of a sudden, and, and it's hard to hear what I'm saying, you know, because there's the interference, you know. And so that's the kind of a, in a physical way, they would try to block, in, in, in every way, they try to block the, uh, freedom, from West, you know, it was, to them it was like uh, destructive to the communist uh, ideas. They want to control. But I heard enough of the Beatles and the shortwave radios and and uh, to pick up some songs and me and three boys uh, reacted to this whole pressure and control and we created a first rock band, actually. We weren't even that good, but it was just nobody else at the time, so they put us on TV, and I was in one channel, and so we made a debut. It's actually on YouTube. You can see uh, the silver bracelet, uh, Georgian band of rock music or something like a Bulgarian rock music, 60s. 65, we came out with uh, a half an hour special on TV and became overnight the number one band. That was kind of our reaction. So to the pressure and to the control, we responded by doing a rock and roll, pioneered that, you know, and then we got shut down officially and that's why i escaped out of communism and came to america so tell me your story you, uh, you know i heard you speak and you said that you were really brainwashed by communism you you thought the americans were the enemy but you ended up escaping and living in america how did that happen well because i was disgusted with the communists everything they do is is false and just not true and not so i put the two together and i thought if they hate america that much America must be probably the best, if uh, is good at least, you know, it's because they hate it so much. And truly, you know, I could actually come to Australia and or America, both citizenship uh, came um, easier. So I could have, you know, but it was just a bit farther than, than the U.S. Uh, from Europe. And so I chose, you know, I could have I had either, either country. 
Now, you were in America and uh, you didn't speak English and you had to learn English, but uh, I understand you came across, uh, came across a bunch of Christians who in the Jesus Revolution and how did it start? Did they give you food? Is that how the, the relationship with the Christians started? Well, they started witnessing and talking, but it didn't go too far because I didn't speak English so well. And so they, they, they used the food as a, well, I come over and have some meal. And so through the meals and fellowship, uh, it began to affect me, you know, that hospitality, that love. And, and um, two months into that, I finally says, well, if there is a God, I just really should know now because I'm going to Hollywood to pursue my career. And so I was intercepted by these, these Christians. And truly, you know, God manifested to me. I had a supernatural experience that he he's real. And and um, that's how I, 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 I deviated from that plan of being a rock star here. And I, instead, I, I became a, a Jesus freak again you know it's like i joined the jesus people so what was the change like because you know growing up in communist bulgaria you you believed there was no god you were an atheist and then when god you know came and lived in his heart in your heart through through his son jesus you know what was the change like in your life well dramatically like fundamentally everything uh became uh first of all i I secluded myself um, in a season of reading the Bible because I've never read it. So uh, I picked a, a smaller job, a couple hours a day, just to just to make little ends meet, and just really focus on reading it. It was attracted to the entire Bible. I just read the whole thing, cover to cover. And it, it was a season of nine months or, or a year. My first year was very, very bonding, you know, with the Lord and His Word, and that kind of put that foundation and um to this day um affected in in the strength of the like the honeymoon with the lord you know so you then went on to uh you know write a lot of children's music and i understand you won a grammy award and dove awards uh, was it bullfrogs and butterflies tell me how that all that all came about um bullfrogs and butterflies uh, was the second in a series for children. The first one's called The Music Machine and Teaching the Fruit of the Spirit. Bullfrogs came about when we met Barry Maguire. I met Barry Maguire and, and, uh, together he, he wrote that song and then we wrote several others and to put a CD together, uh, for children. And, uh, Barry was an old rock and roll, Barry Maguire. Eve of Destruction. So uh, he got saved, and we, we met and hung out together. And In fact, I just recently saw him uh, in Fresno, where he lived now. We've separated for over 20 years. We haven't seen each other. So it was a great reunion, and and uh, he's still strong for Jesus. So that's that's how we put the Bullfrogs and Butterflies CD, and it's still available out there. It's amazing. Now, the other project that I've uh, I've noticed online is you know your wife Winnie you know has released these CDs called Blistronica and and it's like electronica kind of music worship you know what what's all that about <laughs> electronica as a friend of mine uh, producer he specializes in electronica so he says hey how about if i put your wife's uh, noises and preachings and phrases uh and uh mix them in a house mix with some of my electronica stuff i go do it and it was so creative that uh, and he donated the project for our work with the gypsy, actually, all the income. We've made thousands of dollars from and was donated to our work with the gypsies, a kind of a charity, too. And then he did two 
Listonica too. That is mixed with some dance because I like more dance than electronica. So as uh, Listonica too is mixed, and I'm on it too, speaking and sharing. And so it's a slightly different, more of a dance club thing. And then Listonica three just came out, and back to the pure electronica, and he he did that uh, alone. And uh, so it was a is that kind of a mix? Bliss, you know, bliss is ecstasy. Ecstasy of salvation. So Winnie is just a, a bliss queen for me. You know, she just she's blissed out. You know, and I keep it that way. I like it that way. So now you have a real heart for the poor, and you know, I, I know you've travelled to at least twenty or thirty countries in the world, uh, reaching the poor. I saw a video clip recently of you in Nicaragua uh, at a Christmas celebration. Uh, tell me, you know, you could go and do big crusades and fill stadiums around the world, but. You don't focus on that. You focus on going to the poor and caring for them. Uh, tell me, for example, in Nicaragua, what kind of ministry do you have there when, when you go and serve over there? Well, we met this uh, ap- ap- apostolic figure who was formerly communist as well, so we kind of relate from our backgrounds. But he uh, he runs three orphanages, and uh, so for the last eight years, we've come alongside with him, and uh, uh, we'll bring a. a, a large group of sometimes 50 up to 80 people from uh, America and other nations in Christmas. And throughout the season of 10 days, we feed up to 15,000 people in different locations, just on the street, barbecues on the streets and music and worship. And it really gets like a church. It starts like, even though all non-Christians, but instantly like we, we preach uh, to them, share the love, salvation, and healings happen. It's just a... And uh, and now, just recently, we we adopted all three orphanages completely, so we take care of them financially and um, love those kids. And uh, that's one area that we have on uh, thing. And then um, in Africa, we joined already ongoing thing with Heidi, and you know she's famous for stopping for the one. And we do crusade sometimes as well, but we hang out the little villages and just with the widows and the orphans. And, and then in Bulgaria, um, we have a movement among gypsies, you know, and a real revival movement. And one of our sons, we have a, like a gypsy son in the Lord that uh, follows everything. Exactly what we do. We do meetings constantly. So he has, he has a church service every Sunday night for 14 years. And the BBC, in fact, recognized two years ago in their research for the move of God among gypsies as the biggest move of God of all of Europe in that area where we work there because of the, the network that we've developed. And one entire neighborhood was once Muslim. There's now no more Muslim in, the, in that neighborhood because the Lord has changed it and so stuff like that. You also have a passion uh, to see the Word of God translated in Bulgarian. Uh, how many how many have, have been printed now since you started that? Thousands and ten, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. Of, you know, uh, I printed the first fifteen thousand New Testaments ever in Bulgaria since, since before the communism. Uh, then the, another thirty five thousand, the, the whole Bibles, and and then now I'm translating actually. Uh, fresh translation study materials. Uh, we created a, a full New Testament lexicon, ancient Greek, contemporary Bulgarian. It's actually affecting secular community as well because that's a, a real literature work. You know, it's a treasure, a national treasure, a lexicon like that. Coming alongside with Strong's numbers, you can study for yourself and um, stuff like that. And then that that's just going on continuously. 
Now, we've got to wrap up soon, but I've just got two more quick questions. Firstly, um, what do you think of Australia? Uh, what do you think of the people? And is there a word on your heart that you have for Australia? I'm getting to know uh, the, the, uh, this, this trip in, in Australia is more uh, best ever. You know, I've come with, with a music band called Sylvan in the 80s, and we tour from down uh, Hobart to Rockhampton, and I've even been to Darwin in several trips. But, but this is the best uh, because I'm welcomed by um, people who are family, who are in, in honoring uh, our whole apostolic uh, uh, mantle and anointing. So it, it, we treat it very. Uh, we're very blessed, and and to, and I finally feel like I have a real connection with. A blood, so to speak, with DNA, people of, of you know. So, um, I, I see a tremendous um, uh, potential for um, heaven on earth, and I don't know how to say it. Uh, a revolution will take place, and people tired of religious. They tried this, tried that, and so I'm very excited about what's coming. And uh, lastly, you know, there might be people listening uh, that aren't Christians that might think, you know, wow, this guy was a communist, he's now a Christian, he's travelling the world, reaching out to the poor and doing crusades. People might be thinking, you know, how do I become a Christian? What do I do to connect with God? Would you speak to those listeners about how they would connect with God? Yeah, I mean, if you if you don't know, like I didn't even know God exists, but again, through uh, someone who just loved me and just took time to say, hey, he's... He's real and he loves you. And, and uh, so um, I would say um, even if no one that loves you seems like around you, I know someone would be there for God for you. But first, just just in the honesty of your heart, says God, I mean, I don't, I don't even believe that you exist. So if, if you are there, would you please show me? And just a simple prayer like that and just ask him right now, God, show me that you really are real and that, you're a father and you send your very own son on the cross. Jesus is not just a religious figure, but he's a son who God sent, the father sent for me. And just the whole sacrifice is for you. So embrace it, receive it, and see where it will take you because God will just show you. And God will find some friends around you that will love on you and be, be friends in, in the Lord. And all it's going to take place, just ask him to do it. Well, mate, I reckon that's the best news ever. And, you know, if people want to follow that up uh, and want to, you know, maybe uh, see what you do, uh, is the best website, is it Global Celebration? Is that the website? What's the... Globalcelebration.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, or even George and Ban, if you Google my name, you find it. You know, Globalcelebration.com is our site. And from there, we have different things. So. Good on you, mate. I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. If you'd like to download this interview, just go to www.historymakersradio.com. And also, you can make a donation if you'd like. I'm Matt Prater. Have a great week. History Maker.